Yeah, it's either working in or working on the business. Working in the business is necessary, but that's the grind. That's the tough part. Working on the business, to me, is definitely more fun. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Ashley Graham, and you are listening to Business Life and Coffee Podcast with your boy, Joey Price. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Podcast with your boy, Joey Price. This week, we are talking with an expert entrepreneur who runs not only one successful multi-million dollar business, but he actually runs two. Jack Gibson is the leader of and co-founder of the High Return Real Estate Program. He also built a very successful nutritional consulting company way before he could even rent a car. That is so crazy. Jack. Thanks for coming on to the show. Yeah, Joey. Glad to be here. I'm excited to talk to your audience here and hopefully they leave empowered to go out and either start their own business or scale up. Well, and Jack, that's exactly what we want to talk about today because you are running, like I said, two successful multi-million dollar businesses, but you have the same 24 hours in a day that we do. Could you tell us from a high level how you're spending your time these days? <laughs> Oh, man, there's really not a great answer to that. I mean, it's a lot of days are just chaos. I mean, you know, I don't got it all figured out by any stretch. I do know this, though, Jerry, like, I think one thing that enables me to have two, you know, I think we'll probably finish the year both companies over 10 million. I don't know if high return real estate will make it. But if our fourth quarter is as good as I think it will be, we will. So, you know, that's um, all due to putting a great team around you. So in both companies, I've got incredible people that are smarter than me in different areas or more talented than me in different, you know, skill sets and just surrounded myself and figured out like if somebody's more skilled than I am in a certain area, man, I want to try to recruit them onto my team and make sure that they are incentivized to make really great money doing it and uh, feel passionate about what they're doing. And so that I think is the whole key to being able to do too. And, you know, we have my wife and I, we have uh, two boys, eight and 10, very active in sports. So, you know, I want to make sure that I'm very involved in their lives and, you know, family is very important to me. So, you know, just making sure that these businesses don't take too much time away from being able to be at their ball games and, you know, all of that. Man, I am getting ready to be a father for the very first time. So any advice you have for someone like myself <laughs> who's stepping into parenthood for the first time while also being an entrepreneur? Yeah, it's congratulations. When, when do you do? Uh, we're due in November. Wow. Yeah, that's coming up pretty quick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I think the the biggest thing is, you know, like as an entrepreneur, like we're so driven and we can easily work 16 hour days and like just not even blink and not even think about, hey, you know, like, hey, I got a wife that, you know, she wants a little quality time. You know, most of their, you know, their love languages are quality time or, you know, just being able to talk things through. So I think if as long as we like don't like completely get our priorities out of whack where we're chasing success and chasing money and chasing, you know, this what we think is going to be this incredible life where if we leave our family and we neglect our kids and we, you know, we leave them behind, then, you know, as Jim Rohn said, like the worst thing in life is being the guy that's got a ton of money living alone in the mansion, right? Yeah. Like that's, 
that's <laughs> that would be the ultimate of life's misery, right? Thinking that you built this hugely successful enterprise and you got it all, but at the end of the day, you really have nothing. And I'm not so look, I'm not downplaying anybody who's you know like that. That's what they really want, and that's what they're happy with. Great, but I think for most people, you know, we want to be surrounded by love and family, and yeah, and and be able to have the mansion, right? But the mansion needs to be filled up with you know the people close to us. Yeah. And so, Jack, you've been at this entrepreneurship thing for quite some time now. You started your entrepreneurial journey at the age of 19. How did you know or what was the moment that that shifted in your head that I don't want to work for someone else for the rest of my life? I want to build my own thing. Could you take us back to that moment? (laughs) Yeah, my very first job when I was (laughs) like 15. I was washing boats for this uh, marina that was five minutes from my house. I was making five bucks an hour. You were balling back then. I was killing the game, man. (laughs) And and, uh, that's the moment. You know, I did that for what? I have two months, three months during the summer. And I'm like, what am I doing? And uh, I think, you know, really, honestly, so that was, was, I hated that. But then when it really hit me was when I went, uh, my uncle's a farmer and he's like a wealthy farmer. And, uh, but yet so tight with his money. I remember going, driving to his farm and picking up sticks in this land that he was trying to clear so he could farm it. He had just bought it, right? So I spent 20 hours doing that. Man, it was just terrible work. And he gave me a hundred bucks. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, bro. <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm a family, you know, you're whatever. And uh, the same like week, I went out and sold a nutrition program and took like 30 minutes and made a hundred bucks, mm. right? So that was the point right there, the pivotal moment where I said, never ever again will I work for somebody else. I could make far more money just getting resourceful and going out and making sales. You know, salespeople, which are essentially, you know, all entrepreneurs. I mean, we are salespeople. We make the, we're, we're the highest paid profession in the world if we go after it. Yeah. And you've definitely gone after it with your nutrition business and with this real estate company that you co-founded with Shecky. But there's a, there's a question that I want to ask. I'm not quite sure how to phrase it, but when you are an employee, you're getting what we like to consider linear income. So you go to work, you get a specific paycheck or you get specific compensation for your hour and that's the height of what you're going to get, right? But as an entrepreneur, you get to develop, you know, that passive income, that exponential growth income. How do you shift the mindset of going from pursuing linear income to welcoming and embracing that passive exponential sort of income? You know, that's absolutely the million dollar question because it all comes down to your mindset. I mean, you can just tell, I can tell when I talk to people to this day, you know, about becoming a you know distributor with our nutrition company. I mean, it's an MLM company and I'm still active in that. I'm still, you know, I'm still building the team and we're still growing that. It's a great model. It's a great business for passive income. And, um, you know, the biggest thing is that I can tell when they think about like hourly pay versus building something long term that can create residual income. And it's all like just in their thought process. And I think a lot of it is, you know, look, there's two parts to it. Number one is lack of understanding. And the other part to it is lack of vision. So as far as lack of understanding is that they don't understand what passive income really is. They don't understand how money works, how it flows. They don't understand all the benefits of being able to create income that could come in for the rest of their life. It's just simple lack of education. So for them, they need to read books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich. There's so many great books that educate your 
mind. I mean, all the Kiyosaki books, Cashflow Quadrant, actually probably my favorite. Yeah. Those help your mind get straight in terms of how does that money game really work? So then second part, lack of vision. It's just simply some people are going to see it and some people are not, no matter what. Like you could lay out the whole thing in front of them and they're going to look at you with deer in the headlights, like like that type of look. Like you just can tell... They just don't have the vision for their future. And they may never have that vision. I don't know. You know, like there's a lot of people I see that I've talked to them and tried to explain it. And they just don't get it and doesn't seem like they want to get it. So I'm always looking to work with people that, number one, are willing to be educated and willing to do the work to learn. And then, two, that they have a mind open enough to where they can project themselves out into the future, can actually see a vision down the road. So... Yeah. My thoughts on that. Yeah. You mentioned a few books that were super foundational for me. Anything Kiyosaki, anything uh, Michael Graber, E-Myth, like there's just mm-hmm. books that when you read them, it just starts to shift your brain a little bit. And it, after a while, you get consumed with these books and it just becomes who you are. And you look at your old self and it's like, man, I've really, really grown. Well, Jim Rohn said it best. He said, you can tell everything about a man or a woman from their library. So true. We are joined by Jack Gibson, who is the leader and co-founder of not one, but two multi-million dollar businesses. Super successful guy, super locked in family guy. Jack, your businesses are in nutrition and in real estate. As far as real estate goes, are you more of a residential investor, commercial investor, flipper, rental holder? Tell us a little bit about what you're doing with uh, high return real estate and your interest in in real estate. Sure. So just a little backstory to set it up. So my love is passive income. I don't particularly love real estate per se, but I love creating passive income. So when I was building my nutrition company, we were very financially savvy, I think, with our money that came in. I mean, we created a really, really nice income. And so therefore, you know, you can spend it all, right? I mean, you can, you know, you can make 20000 a month and spend twenty five, and that's called the recipe for financial disaster. Or you could make 40 and you could spend 10 right? So we really tried to you know, make sure that there was always a surplus of cash that was coming in every month. And so with that, as that surplus started to grow, I realized like, okay, I can put this up. And I did, I put it into the stock market and, you know, then I made some good money and then I lost it all one day, just my stocks crashed. And so that moment was, and I look back, I'm like, wow, that's a really great thing that happened to me. Like it forced me down a different path. When that happened and we lost all the profits that we had worked hard, I'd say worked hard, but, you know, invested our money in. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'm not going to live the rest of my life on this roller coaster of the stock market, depending upon other people's actions and other people's uh, decision-making is going to determine what happens with my money and the whims of the market. You know, gosh, I mean, you know, we've seen the market drop by half its value, you know, and that could de- definitely happen again here. But probably yeah. not an expert, but we're, we're due for some type of pretty serious correction. So do I want to be a part of that or do I want to do something where like real estate where I'm in control and I can create more streams of passive income? So about that was about three years ago. Um, 
started looking at markets around the country because my market wasn't really, a great, it was just an overheated market. So I couldn't find any deals. So I drove down to Indianapolis after um, doing some research on cash flowing markets around the U.S. and um, spent a day, did a tour, <clears throat> started buying property. Well, I started getting really great, you know, returns. I mean, it was really, it was working very well. So then I started sending my colleagues friends, family, started posting about it on Facebook. And pretty soon I had referred, you know, a couple million, three million dollars in business to my provider. And so we had a conversation and I said, look, can I make some money here with you? So we partnered up. I would just sell the properties and he'd cut me a referral commission. And, you know, we we're, I was just letting it rip and um, sold, I don't know, six, seven, eight million. And then he started getting way too busy with another guy that was promoting his properties and he didn't have systems in place. Long story short, he ended up crashing and I then had to figure out and create my own company. So that's when I brought my business partner, Shecky in. He was my digital marketing coach at my nutrition company. And uh, then we just started offering and marketing and scaling up. So offering essentially buying residential properties, mostly single families, a lot of duplexes too, to uh, other investors that didn't really have the expertise at the time to go out and figure out how to it's complicated. Buying properties at great pricing, distressed properties, figuring out how to fix them up right, you know, getting the right management in place to create the ongoing cash flow from the property. I mean, it's a lot of moving parts and it's very difficult for somebody that's like a professional that doesn't really have much time, nor do they have the desire or inclination to do it. So they pay us, right? Yeah. And then we um, we help them set them up with an immediately cash flowing asset. Now, Jack, you mentioned something very casually, but uh, I want to unpack it just a little bit. You mentioned that the company that you were working with failed because they didn't have systems in place. How important are systems to your organizations? And when should an entrepreneur start to think of a mindset of this is a systems game? Well, without systems, you know, there's no ability to scale. It's just going to be pure chaos. And systems is really everything. You know, like you pointed out that book, um, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber. I mean, that's a that's a book all about building a system. And I look at those who have been successful in both companies or both industries that I'm in. I mean, by and large, the ones who are and who are, have that ability to scale, they've got systems and procedures that are set up to where there's not a lot of, it's not so much guesswork of, as far as what needs to be done every day. Like everybody that is on the team, they're in the right seat. They know exactly what they need to be doing. There's a set of steps that have to happen to make sure that all things are kind of running on all cylinders, so to speak. So we don't, we're not there. I'm not there in either company as far as feeling like I have this incredible system. And that's why I'm not a hundred million dollar company on either side. Sure. If we had really, truly had really good structured systems in place that, you know, where it's like a well-oiled machine, we'd be a $50 million to $100 million company because either industry supports it, we could be, right? So that's what we keep looking at. And then it's easy, very easy just to get bogged down in the day-to-day grind and just the putting out the current fires to where sometimes just don't focus on that the bigger picture, which is creating the structure and the systems that you need. So there's two parts to building a business. There's number one is working in the business, and then the second part to it is working on the business. Yeah. You have to work in the business, right? The operations, 
you know, making sales, you know, working in it. You have to do that to understand how everything flows together and what parts of the business are like really need to be worked on. And then once you're able to start bringing on some teammates, some partners and such to where you're trying to scale, then you're able to maybe step out of some of that roles of being in the business to where you can take a higher level view and it's actually a higher leveraged viewpoint where you can really make more money is when you're working on the business. You're looking at like you're not in the grind and in the daily operations anymore. You're looking at, okay, how can I make this better? How can I improve this part of the business? Who can I bring in that can help fill this gap that we're missing right here to help this particular part of the company to grow? So yeah, it's either working in or working on the business. Working in the business is really like, it's like I said, it's necessary, but that's the grind. That's the tough part. Working on the business to me is is definitely more fun. Yeah. So uh, we've been joined with Jack Gibson, who's president and co-founder of High Return Real Estate. Hey, Jack, I always want to give the guest on the show the last word. I really have enjoyed listening to you talk about just how you're managing your business, how you're managing your day, and really what you're striving towards as far as the systems and the business. But do you have any parting thoughts and where can people find you and connect with you online? So, yeah, we um, definitely, as far as the real estate business goes, you know, we have investors or a lot of our, our investors are entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs or high income earning, you know, professionals. And they're looking for an, a cash flow producing asset. Most of our product that we offer is two or three times the national return. We're hitting around 10 to 12% cap rates, right? Which is and the uh, real estate business is basically a uh, $100,000 investment makes 10000 a year. You have a 10 cap rate. So it's just the cash on cash return. So yep. we do very, very well for our investors. And if um, anybody is interested in learning more and talking to us about that, they can go to our website, highreturnrealestate.com. And we've got videos there, frequently asked questions, podcasts that we do as well, a high return real estate show. And they can then book a call with our incredible investor relations head Nicole Haas and then she's also an investor too with us and that's how she started actually one of my very first clients right that's how you build a team look at your current um, (laughs) client list (laughs) so then um, yeah if anybody is interested in talking to me about the nutrition company we're actually launching a um, online body transformation challenge system as well I don't know like I'm crazy I think doing all trying to launch all this stuff but anyways that's the life (laughs) of the entrepreneur right for sure yeah man yeah we're looking for coaches. I'm looking for coaches to, for that. I'd see a, a huge opportunity to scale that portion of the business. So anybody that's passionate about helping other people transform their bodies, minds, help people personally develop through that program, it's pretty cool. So they can reach out to me on that. That's, I haven't even have an email set up or anything. It's not totally finalized there yet. So it's, we're about to launch in a couple of weeks. Um, but they can, um, yeah, I'm sure you'll probably post my contact info in the show notes. Or Yeah, definitely. We've got your uh, your Facebook okay. and LinkedIn and, and the website and yeah. all that. Right. So you can hit the show notes and, and look me up that way. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information 
or follow on Twitter at JumpstartHR. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLC Moments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.